1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
0: All right, this episode of Enough About Me. And by the way, I don't know if this like <makes noise> that that uh, Moroso. Can we get rid of that that stupid like music intro intro? You uh, know, I've been I gave used to give Ben shit about it three years ago, and for some reason it has stayed. I don't want it anymore. Let's just get rid of it. Figure out something else. Uh, and I, like, do we even need it? Does like Marin have one, or um, or these other podcast giants, uh, of which I am one, by the way? You're gonna get this on Friday uh, after I'll be strutting around Augusta National when this podcast drops. By the way, um, which I cannot wait. Like, you know, there are things in your life that you you circle your entire year around. This is one of those days for me. Uh, I cannot wait to be at the Masters. is the, the greatest fucking place on earth. I cannot wait to go. Uh, anyways, as I tweeted out. Um, <clears throat> on, uh, Wednesday, the podcast numbers for March, I got to look at them. Carlson Mosby's my, uh, part of the team in his office, Showed me the numbers and they were phenomenal. The downloads are up every week. They're up all the time. Obviously it was the highest month ever in terms of downloads, just because we had so many of them in March. We usually once one or two, three a month, probably at 10 or 15 last month. Uh, but the average is higher too, which means people are downloading and talking about it and tweeting about it and telling people about it, which I appreciate. And I can't tell you enough, stress enough, uh, you know, download it anywhere you want. You know, radio.com, dot uh, Stitcher, iTunes, all of them. Just download and subscribe. That is essential. Uh, if you want to keep this podcast going, uh, keep it vital. Um, and we're going to keep doing new ones. I mean, this is we you know I, this, is the, this will be the fourth one. I think you're going to get in three days uh, and it's all sort of different, interesting ones. Um, I enjoyed doing the column one. Uh, the feedback on that was was pretty good uh the moroso Riggs one i thought you know after doing one like cullen and what the next couple will sound like the sword and scale and the one with uh andrew beckwith who i'll tell you about in a moment i you you know once in a while you got to sort of loosen up a little bit moroso i thought did okay i think he's got a real chance at this job uh the feedback on social media was mixed but i think all agreed that he was stupid enough that he may be a character we can have some fun with uh and Riggs from barstool my first first time on really good talking about the masters the sword and scale stuff i thought was so interesting that uh that that I thought it was worth uh having him on the story is so similar in a lot of ways to what I went through. I just wanted to have that conversation. Uh and today we have Andrew Beckwith who's the president of Massachusetts Family Institute. Um super religious guy. I, I just taped it, this with him. Um but came on was you know as opposed to the other side, you know, he'll come on and have a debate about it. He'll come on and, he answered every question. Um you know, I disagree with him on some things. I agree with him on other things. And this is about the sort of the quote-unquote gay conversion therapy bill that Governor Baker just passed uh, banning it in Massachusetts. I think that's the 15th or 16th state to do so. Well, he's leading the charge against it. And your first reaction is this guy is against, you know, banning gay therapy. Well, again, it's a headline. you got to remember who writes them. you got to remember who spins them. At its core, does he want gay conversion therapy, castration, electric shock therapy? Probably not. Now, does he disagree with me on on uh, whether you can live life as a gay person closeted, uh, if it's a healthy way to do it, probably not as well. But you kind of want to have a conversation with these people as opposed to saying, and this is the world we live in now, you're a bigot, you know, fuck you, go away, go in your hole, hide. And when you do that, and I've said this all along, when you do that to people, then it begins, these people get angrier and angrier and angrier and it gets less productive. I've said it a million times about my own situation with the LGBTQ community, which I have, I have no issue with, Um, you know, when the bathroom stuff was a couple of years ago, uh, I didn't care. To me, every bathroom, using, you know, male, female, both, whatever. There were people who were uncomfortable about that. There are people who, if they have their daughter, uh, and their daughter uses the bathroom, their 9-, 10-, 11-year-old daughter, your dad, and she goes in there, you can't go in with her. You don't think you can go in with her. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then you see a 42-year-old uh, uh uh, transitioned male to female Go in there Who might be big Or muscular Or whatever You know You're lying I think some people are If they say Geez I'm a little hesitant Boy I'm nervous And it's, I think it's okay To identify that And then talk about it But we don't live In that world now We live in the Fuck you world where you, where you have to feel shame about that, where you have to be defined as that, and there's no coming back from that. And that's too bad. I had a good conversation with him. I enjoy talking to him. Uh, again, we agree on some things. We disagree on some other things. I'm happy to have a forum where I could talk about it with this guy for 35 minutes, and I do so this week. Not this week. This is like the old days. Jesus. On this episode here of uh, Enough About Me, next week we'll have a bunch of new stuff as well. May have a big announcement regarding uh, podcast stuff, not the show necessarily, but other podcast stuff here, in the next few weeks Um as we go forward, uh, and again, continue to let me know what you think of the show. Tweet at me at Kirkman. Give me feedback. Tell me guests you might want. Give me ideas you have. Uh, I'm always welcome, to, oh, always open to it. We may do a podcast mailbag here in the next week or two. We just talk about you know the podcast itself, things you like, you don't like. I don't really want to like. I, I have nothing left to say really about uh, the EI experience. I think I've said it enough. I, I mean, I don't you know. They're doing their thing. I'm doing mine. I I think answering questions about that endlessly is just like it's it's to this point. I'm tired of doing that. So, uh, <clears throat> trying to get anything else before we start this uh, up here. Hmm. I don't think so. Uh, Andrew Beckwith, the president of Massachusetts Family uh, Institute, joins me right now on Enough About Me. Okay, Andrew Beckwith is the uh, president of the Massachusetts Family Institute. Is that correct? Is that the correct title, Mr. President? Yes. Yes. Do I have to call you, Mr. President, during this interview? Is that? A,
1: is that? Uh, a, I prefer El Presidente.
0: Is that? Oh, is that right? A, yeah. Wow, a flavor. Look at you, Andrew uh, Beckwith joins me, um, and I guess so. The big story recently is the uh, is the news that Charlie Baker is going forward and banning, uh, uh, you know, gay conversion therapy in Massachusetts, and I've seen you in different stories. And sometimes I think, and I may be wrong, when I read these stories, whoever writes them has an agenda, obviously, even if it's just straight news, so they may put a quote in there, a quote in there, that may be misleading. So I kind of want to sort of flush out the entire thing, I guess. Sure. First of all, where do you stand on, on, uh, on Governor Baker's decision?
1: Well, we're very disappointed because what he did is he signed into law a piece of legislation that is very expansive. So it's not just what I think most people... Picture when they hear the term conversion therapy, um, it actually covers a broad range of activity, including just sort of counseling or talk therapy. Um, so, you know, this is a, a concern for families, for counselors, and for for young people who, you know, maybe because of past trauma or abuse or for whatever reason, have some confusion about you know what they want to do uh, as far as living their lives. The certain sexual behavior or relationships or identities and uh you know this this new law prevents them from seeking out some of them at least from seeking out the the treatment that they want
0: so i guess my question is and again you know walk me through it if you can so i'm i'm kirkman 14 year old kirk minahan right okay and i'm i'm gay i'm i'm homosexual i'm attracted to men um and i want to go to a therapist to talk about it i can't imagine that that this legislation is going to in any way prevent me from doing
1: that? Uh, well, you could go and talk to the therapist, but let's say, as was the case with someone who, who testifies, his name's Ken Williams, mm-hmm. he uh, testified at the hearing at the state house on this legislation about a month or so ago. He was, I think, 15. Okay. Um, was attracted to other guys, but didn't want, didn't want to embrace that lifestyle or that orientation. Uh, he wanted to be married to a woman, wanted to have children, um, part of that's due to his faith. He wanted to live consistently with sort of the teachings of his faith. Uh, so he eventually sought counseling at the age of 17 mm-hmm. and was able to sort of resolve some of the issues, underlying issues, that for him at least contributed towards the unwanted same-sex desires, and now he's happily married with four kids. Well, I
0: guess, so, I guess this is where we will arrive at our, our, our disagreement or whatever. Like, I, I, my belief is, and I've read about it in books and stories, that, that you know, I believe that you are born gay, and you say this gentleman, Mr. Williams, uh, uh, turned his back on that lifestyle after going to therapy and is now married. I'd argue that he's a—I clo- don't know him. My argument would probably be he's a closeted homosexual who's living sort of a life of a lie. You don't think that's the case?
1: Well, not at all. I mean, I've heard his story, you know, multiple times, and uh, even if I did think that, it that would not justify me or the state passing a law to prevent him getting the help and making the choices and living the life that he wants to live, whether we think it's a lie or not. And, and the language in this bill specifically says, um, under what it bans, not just changing someone's orientation. You can certainly debate whether or not someone's orientation or their underlying desires will ever really change. Well, do you think,
0: do you think first of all, before we get to the, the bill, do you think that they, that they can change?
1: I mean, I've heard from people who say that they have. So, you know, and I I believe them, but the bill is broader than that. It says um, orientation includes uh, changing behaviors or gender expressions. So, I mean, certainly if somebody has maybe a range of sexual desires or wants to focus exclusively on, in this case, let's say heterosexual sexual desires in order to, you know, enter into a traditional marriage and have biological children, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And if they want help, counseling help to do that, The state shouldn't be trying to stop them. And I was on the phone just a few days ago with some parents whose daughter is going through a gender identity crisis. So this bill also applies to gender identity and says, look, if you have a 15-year-old girl, or let's let's say the 14-year-old Kirk Minahan wants to be a girl. Uh, He's thinking
0: about about transitioning to to living life as a female.
1: Right. Right. And and so if you sought counseling at age 14, 15, 16, Mm -hmm. said, look, I feel like a, a woman on the inside... But, you know, I'm not sure what I should do. Do I get hormone treatment and, you know, do a surgical amputation? Like, what do I do? Um, can I just – maybe I should just be the guy that my anatomy is right now. If a therapist help you to feel comfortable in your own body, that would be banned now by this new law.
0: Well, I, I so, so, you know, it, for me it's it's a, a tricky it's, – it's just tricky because, you know, as a libertarian, I don't want the government's hands on anything. I recognize that conversion therapy – and we can get into what that means and doesn't mean, can be uh, something I, I, I have real issues with. Sure. But it's a scary time, A, when the government has their hands in this. And B, I mean, let's be honest, and I think we disagree on some of this stuff, but I think we agree on this. The LGBTQ community is stronger than ever now and as a political force, is really beginning to put their foots on the on the throats of on the other side pretty consistently here.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, you can't, you know, and I think it's a hard Position to fight back from because you are labeled whether you are or not whether you think you are or not you're labeled a you know, transphobe, anti-gay and then you sort of have that battle which is unwinnable really in 2019 once once they start throwing that at you it's it's hard to come back from.
1: Well, it makes, yeah, it makes it very difficult for people like Ken Williams to even tell his own story to have his own personal story um, get get listened to. It when he testified at the state house, uh, it was one of the state reps who sponsored the bill uh, who said. Basically, that you know listening to you is dangerous for these LGBT youth, um, so again, I think that is completely unconscionable to say, particularly to kids who are struggling with gender identity, because that's just exploded um in the past couple of years, that to hear that you c- you can actually be made to feel comfortable in your own body, you can get counseling to help you resolve these sexual feelings um to say that that's dangerous. Uh, is extraordinarily irresponsible, and you know, I think uh, eventually these people will be held accountable for, for forcing kids in a direction, therapy-wise, that is, especially on the gender identity issue, uh, causes sterility, is, is untested, is very, very new, um, doing cross-sex hormones and puberty blockers on youth, even now starting surgery with 16-year-old girls and double elect- elective mastectomies. I mean, these are permanent life altering body changing surgeries and procedures and you know, I think we should we should preserve alternate approaches that are just consist of talk therapy on those issues for sure.
0: What do you when I say conversion therapy to you, what what do you think that is?
1: Well, I've heard of you know, a variety of definitions of that. Um, and again, the bill doesn't talk about conversion therapy. The bill talks about sexual orientation and gender identity change efforts and then defines those very broadly, including talk therapy. So conversion therapy oftentimes is defined by you know, using the electroshock therapy or nausea-inducing drugs. At the State House uh, hearing a few weeks ago, a couple people said, and, and they must have, one of them must have misheard a talking point or something, because one guy said that I was forced to beat, with a B, hit, beat an effigy of my mother. Another guy said I was forced to eat an effigy of my mother. So all that type of stuff falls under the category of aversive treatments. You use shame or or, or pain. Um,
0: sure, I mean, there's, there's stories about, about guys being beaten up while having to watch... Tapes of men having sex. Right. And, you know, have nice heard of castor- you've heard castration. Yep. You've heard testicle implants. You've heard. Bl- what, uh, well, the called- ca-
1: well, the castration is actually coming from the other side on the gender identity issue.
0: Well, but- well oh, right, but I'm saying in the history, and we go all the way back to the start of of uh, of conversion therapy. I mean, right. it is. I mean, I'm I'm going to take a wild guess that you are not uh, in support of any of those actions. Of
1: course not. Of course not. And, and we don't know anybody who's doing that stuff. And if the law was written to to just prevent those things from happening we wouldn't be having this conversation.
0: Do you, think that, do you think that homosexuality is an illness, or do you think it's something you're born with? What do you think?
1: For, to me, it doesn't really matter, because you know, personally, I'm coming to this from a faith perspective. that says that God has designed us uh, as male and female in His image, and that's you know, written all throughout the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Genesis starts with the marriage of, of Adam and Eve and ends with the marriage of you know, the, the Lamb, um, so marriage is one man, one woman, and that being the proper context for sexual it's activity. Kind of an old,
0: kind of an old book to go by, though, wouldn't you say? I mean, it's it's a little dated. No, it's the
1: book. Well, and, and, again, and that's and, uh-huh. that's, but, and, and you, yeah. you and I can disagree on that. But well,
0: it's, what's gui- it's the guy. Under, the guy that. Yeah. No, absolutely. Man, right. What
1: what business yep. does the state have saying mm. that I can't get help living my life according to the book or faith? Or ideology. Well, let's all. say
0: that well, let say the Bible said that, you know, let's just say the Bible said, you know, twelve year olds can get married. They can get married to twelve year old girls can get married. Would you would you be okay with that being legal?
1: Well, I mean we're we're fighting legislation that would require teaching kids even younger than twelve all kinds of different well, things. I understand,
0: but ideas. I mean I I would say the Bible does have some things that, that haven't aged real well, wouldn't you say, as well as the things that you use? I mean, you know, the Bible talks about slavery, correct?
1: It does, and it actually says that slave trading is uh a very serious sin. I mean, you know, do, um, you, do
0: you think that, you know, I mean, I, I mean, if, you know, is the Bible the only, is that the Bible the, the laws of which you lead your life only by what's in the Bible?
1: Yeah, the teaching of Holy Scripture and the traditions of the Church, which which is true, I think, for a, perhaps still even the majority uh, of Americans, but certainly was the case historically, and that's what all our laws have grown out of, and sort of, the, you know, the a broad common law approach. But one of those laws is the First Amendment, which protects not only religious practice uh, and belief, but also free speech. And you know, that's that's one of the areas that where this law is c- clearly uh, beyond the scope of what the state is sure, to do. Sure. Sure.
0: But I mean, what so was it? Le- Leviticus is that where it says that that capital punishment for adultery between the man and the woman? You don't you don't advocate for
1: that, right? We do not advocate for that. No. That's in the Bible, correct? That's in the Bible. It's so
0: then, so I law. mean, you know, if if Mrs. Prez is goofing around, you know, you, well, well,
1: but I mean, there
0: shouldn't clip her. I mean, I mean
1: like, there's, wha- a, there's a difference between saying that we're going to take, uh, you know, well, if it's, but if it's your
0: guideline, and though, right, Andrew, I mean, if that's the, if that's a consistent guideline by which you live, why is it why is it dated for the things that you think are stupid or, or, or outdated, but the things that are that fit what you want? Why is it not dated at that point?
1: Well, and the conversation we're having is about the state imposing their beliefs on individuals. Well, how do you think? How,
0: how would you feel if the state made that the rule? Because it, Governor Baker said, "Because you know what Leviticus said," I'm, I'm standing. I'm standing by it. Would you then applaud him?
1: I'd like to see him get that through the legislature. That would be interesting. <laughs> well,
0: I'm just. Do you, you understand my point, though?
1: Yeah, but I don't think it applies in this case because I'm talking about if you have young people who want to voluntarily uh, abide by the teachings of their church or the Bible or of the Koran, or any other holy book, what business does the state have telling them they can't?
0: I agree. I I I, I would like to disagree with you on that. At it's core, but I can't. As, as a libertarian, I, I would just say, and it seems like we actually agree on this, if it got to a point where it's a dangerous conversion therapy situation, sure. I, it sounds to me like... We're, we're lockstep on that, that you just say, this is absurd, ban it, get rid of it, right?
1: Absolutely. And we, we, I mean, we actually had tried, and I know some legislators had tried, to say, look, just, let's just amend the, the bill to say it doesn't cover talk therapy, uh, and everyone's good. And the legislature wouldn't even debate it.
0: So wh- why is that? Why do you think that is?
1: Well, because I think, I think ideologically, it's like you mentioned before. I mean, there's, they don't want anyone even objecting to the idea that... Uh,
0: well, you seem homophobic. I mean, like, if I, if yeah. you know, I think I think a lot of people think that whatever, they, if they think of the Mass Family Institute, right, I think that the, the, the people on your side think it's great, and I think the extreme end on the other side think that it's sort of, you know, hate-filled and anti-gay and, and I mean, right? I mean, that's where we're at now in in in, 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 in society. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's, the middle ground doesn't exist.
1: I think we're slightly to the right of Chick-fil-A, and that's bad enough, right?
0: Well, listen. I like waffle fries, so I can't. Hey, uh, I mean, po- politically, you can say you can do whatever they want. I'm, I'm eating those waffle fries. <laughs> it does Very doesn't good. matter to me. Do you think? So you have two sons, right? I do. How old are they? Uh, 15 or 14. Okay, so good. So good age. So 14 year old comes up to you today, uh, and says, "Dad, I'm attracted to men." Okay. I'm gay. What happens? What's the next step in the in the Beckwith house?
1: Well, you know, we we continue that conversation we've been having for a number of years now about. Sexuality and what it means to be a man, and and uh, you know, I say, look, uh, as a as a man, you're going to experience all kinds of sexual temptations. Um, but, have you, have
0: but, you been attracted to men?
1: I have not been attracted to men. Okay, but again, I you know,
0: you're not attracted to me.
1: I'm not. A, I've never okay. been that close to you. Fine. First, okay. But I, thought, I, you know, I to you on the radio. I thought we had
0: something nice voice. I thought we had but, something okay. going, but fine. Go ahead.
1: Um, you know, I think th- the way I approach it mm-hmm. that topic is that. Every guy I know struggles with sexual temptations of some kind or another, right? I mean, sure. if we believe that God's design for human sexuality is one man, one woman, you know, in marriage for life, any sort of temptation beyond that uh, is, is sinful. I mean, Jesus even says, look, if you just lust after a woman, you've committed adultery in your heart. Jimmy mm-hmm. Carter cop to that he correctly. Did.
0: Playboy, uh, right.
1: And so I'd say, look, you know, whether you're attracted to men or women or both,
0: yeah, but do you um, want your son to? Let's just say your son goes, then goes through puberty and everything, and he's not attracted yeah. to women. He's attracted solely to men. Would you sure. want your son to live a life where he's not fully satisfied, like in every way? I mean, he could then he
1: could are get you fully satisfied in every way.
0: Uh, no, I'm not. But I don't live yeah, it. Like, yeah, but 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 I mean, but, but, I, you I mean you, but you we both know a closeted life leads to much higher depression rage rates, much higher suicide rates. I mean, these studies are all over place. Much higher alcoholism. I mean, these are just, you wouldn't, you, I don't think you'd want your son to live a life where he's deeply unhappy, right?
1: Well, of course not. But uh, you know, we believe that true happiness. Who's we? Which passes my family, the okay. church. Okay. Uh, the peace which passes all understanding comes from God and comes from obedience to his word, which again, I'm, I'm not saying that's what you need to do for your family. Uh, don't you think well, if God came back it, today, don't you,
0: don't you think if Jesus rolled back in today, you know, first of all, he wouldn't wear those hideous shoes, which I never liked. He'd have sandals. Yeah, I, I'm not. A, I hate. I, I hate feet. I hate open feet. I would say to Jesus, turn those sandals into sneakers right now, and he'd do it for me because I think we'd be would be pretty good friends. But I think he'd say, you know what? Let's all love each other like this. So what? This guy's attracted to another guy. So what? Like, let's move on.
1: No. Well, but again, if you believe so no is being part of it. no I don't think he would say that because I mean love doesn't mean hey go do whatever you want whatever makes you feel happy well it's not
0: like yeah it's not having you're having sex you know you're having sex with a child I mean it's two consenting adults so so what one guy's a penis and another
1: guy's a why penis. just two Kirk what do you mean uh, why just two I mean if, if, if why is it okay if it's only two consenting adults why not three or four
0: well if they're consenting I don't care it could be 40 it's fine by me I don't you know okay. but, I mean I you know I don't,
1: what, what define what age my Bible
0: found. is darkness on the edge of town you know it's not uh it's it's not it's not the Bible what was that
1: so, and define when you say adults. What's an adult?
0: Uh, I would say 18 and
1: over. Why?
0: Uh, it's sort of the standard, and I think the brain is fully formed at that point. You've gone through puberty, probably. You have some ability to make a decision. Can't
1: rent a car till you're 25. I mean, what's brain, that? You what? can't rent a car until you're 25. Uh, that is
0: weird, isn't it? I've never really understood that. Well, why? The point, what, I
1: mean, the, the is point that? is what you know. What I what I saw going through law school. It's one of the reasons I'm in this business. Is that um, you know, once you take out that tra- traditional standard. Yeah. Uh, it it gets real slippery real fast. Well, let's and say that's just, okay, that's, maybe that's another show, but No, no we got
0: time. Think. But I, so so you're the the 14-year-old again. We're just playing this out. So, yeah. he, he, not saying he's gay. Let's say he's gay. He battles with it. He he's gay and he finally says to you, dad, like I just I'm in love with this guy. I want him to be my partner in life. Would you you wouldn't turn your back on your son, would you?
1: I, I, look, I'm not going to turn my back on my son, but because I love him, I would say, "Look, son, I I love you." Um, you know, but you can and and I have other men that I that I love as friends and brothers.
0: No, but you, but that's different than what you know. That's different than well, it is this. different.
1: But you don't need to, You don't need to just because you have a. a Close emotional bond with another man uh, doesn't mean you have to insert sex into the process. Yeah, but
0: but but and, and but wouldn't back you? To one but like, let's just about, say sorry. I'll get. I'll, but yeah. let's just say they really, you know, and they have a nice life together, and they adopt a couple of kids together, and they raise those kids, and they're good, solid people. And by the way, they're both religious people, which I think. I mean, are you opposed to having homosexuals as, as part of the Mass Family Institute?
1: Well, I haven't seen many of you trying to join. Well, i am just
0: saying, but I, but I'm saying I mean if you well, the, I mean if if you if you are if you're religious, if yeah. you if you really believe, if you believe in God and all, I I would think that you would be inclusive and open and want to love everybody. I, maybe I'm wrong. I'm well,
1: not. You know, it occurs because we love everyone that we want what's best for everyone and we believe what's best is outlined in God's word. So for example, with Mass Famous 2, we have a yeah. statement of faith that if from the board of directors and employee you you're supposed to be in agreement with that, so we can all be kind of rowing in the same direction, and that includes God's design for marriage and human sexuality, which you know, I stood the test of time for thousands of years. And what we're seeing now is is new. I mean, it's gender identity thing, at a minimum, you've got to admit that is brand new. Without
0: oh, absolutely. It's, and I would say, honestly, like, I'm and I've gotten some trouble obviously on the radio for this. I'm with you, like, you know, people can do what they want, but my you know, I have two kids as well, one's 12, uh, and one's going to be seven. If they started battling this stuff for having identity issues, I would say I totally understand. You know, let's have as much therapy as possible and talk yeah. it out in every way. But you're, I mean, right. we're not going to have any surgery here. We're just because your body hasn't changed yet. You don't, you don't right. really know what's going on yet. I, right. I agree with you. I, I, no, no, no issues with you on that one. None.
1: Yeah, and then unfortunately, that's you know that's covered by the law as well. And I'm, I've just, I've, you know, I've see Time after time, parents would call me, and, you know, kids are just getting rushed into hormones and surgery. Like, I was talking to one dad. He said, you know, two weeks ago, his daughter said that she identified as male. Um, And she went and saw a psychologist who is now calling her by her male name and male pronouns. And she says to her dad, hey, dad, can I take the T? And she wasn't talking about the blue line. She means testosterone injections. How
0: old did you say she was?
1: She's 15.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a tough, you know, uh, but you no. must have, but you must have sympathy for this for this uh, girl who's who's feels like she's a man. I mean, oh, you, I mean, she's not. I, I, think I don't think it's I don't think it's coming from a place of fiction. Nobody wants to, I don't think, have these internal battles.
1: Of course not. Of course. I mean, it's you know, the, the, one of the first uh, tasks I have when I joined him. If I wrote a, a Mickey brief in a case uh, that dealt with Michelle Kausel, like Robert Michelle Kausel, yep. mm-hmm. okay. So, and I read, you the know, prisoner, the, correct. What's that?
0: The prisoner, correct? Yeah. Yes, yes yeah. He
1: had, mm-hmm. he had uh, strangled his wife in right.
0: a um, wire. And we paid for his surgeries.
1: I'm not sure if he actually had the surgery. Okay.
0: I mean, right. But that but, was the big thing. That was, it,
1: the but that was the, what yeah. was being debated, whether yeah. we had to do the surgery for him or not. But mm-hmm. I, so I read through all the court documents and his testimony, and what struck me is uh, the re- he had been horribly abused as a young boy, uh, went and tried to get counseling, and then the counselor got into a relationship with him. Uh, grandfather was involved with the abuse. I mean, just horrible, horrible stuff. And what they were saying is, look, he wants to remove his male genitalia because when mm-hmm. he looks at it, he sees the instrument of his own torture. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, that makes sense. I don't think that's—I don't think surgery and identifying as a woman is—is is the answer. But I can see how he got to that. Well, I think it's also—I mean—but I, I, it breaks your heart,
0: right? And I don't think it's uncommon. Well, I think there's some people who feel it and then have the surgery and then feel better. It's not uncommon. Renee Richards, the tennis player, uh, who did this years and years ago, she says she wished she hadn't done it because. Yeah. You know, you're chasing. You know, you're depressed. Do you think it's going to be the salt the solution for this depression? Sometimes it is, but oftentimes it's not. I, I I think you know. Clearly, we have some disagreements on the other stuff, but I think where we agree is that it's worrisome. Like I, under, I almost understand where Baker's coming from, and, and Baker I think is a panderer, but I do understand where he's coming from. and that, when you hear gay conversion, I get that. But it's what it does is it does set an extraordinarily slippery slope. In that, when what can the government do? What can't they do? I think it sets yeah. a, a tough precedent.
1: It, it does. It does. Um, so we're hoping it'll be overturned by the courts. There's some good language uh, less than a year ago from the Supreme Court on this issue of free speech. And I think if, you know people like now that this law's passed. <clears throat> the situation in Massachusetts for a 15-year-old girl who thinks she's a boy is that she can get hormone injections, puberty blockers. She can get set up for a double elective mastectomy. That's fine. Everybody will cheer. Uh, the state may even pay for it, but if she goes on her own volition and gets counseling to feel comfortable in her own body, that's banned. That's against the law. Uh, the, the, the therapist loses their license. And that's where we are right now in Massachusetts. And if that's not completely upside down and backwards, I don't know what is.
0: And it's in how many states now? Is this the fourth we're the sixteenth? Sixteenth state to do that. Um, have you ever had a conversation with Baker at all, or no?
1: I talked to someone in his office, but uh, not with him directly on this. I'd be happy and to.
0: Don't you feel like, you know, and I, and I, listen, I mean, I, I, I'm not a fan of Baker's at all. I just feel like his hands are tied. Like, you know, this is life when you're a Massachusetts governor, whether you're Democrat, Republican, you have to play ball. I mean, I think that's, you know, when you don't have any guts like he doesn't, this is what happens.
1: I mean, look, he could have, yeah, there was an overwhelming majority that voted for it, which just tells you something about our legislature.
0: Yeah, it was, what, like 148 to 4 or something crazy number? That.
1: But so yeah. he could have vetoed it. And they
0: that's would have gone. To never, but, ne- never. You, you're, you First of all, I don't know where he believes on it, and secondly, you're asking him to have you know courage and guts. Whether I, you agree with him or not, that's that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's just not going to happen.
1: But that um, shows you have a, you know you have thousands, if not tens of thousands, of people in Massachusetts with zero representation up there.
0: Well, that's you know that's the interesting thing about this state is I do wonder sometimes. I watched one of your speeches. Uh, I think it was last year. You had you had a, a Family Institute dinner event or something. Yeah. I watch the speech. Yeah. You know, is there a bigger so when Trump won, a lot of America woke up surprised, and mostly it was people on the East Coast and the West Coast, Middle America. I don't think it was as surprised as we were. Yeah. Is there a bigger contingent of that crowd in Massachusetts than the a the polls would indicate, and sort of you know the way people think of the state? Uh, you
1: know, anecdotally, I think so. Yeah, that's all. But, I'm but that, you know, but and I. Like I speak at churches all the time, and uh, interestingly, a lot of recent immigrant churches—whether it's Latino, um, Chinese American, even some Russian Ukrainians, Ugandan—I mean, there are, we're, we're speaking at churches, you know, a couple times a week, um, and it's a really diverse spectrum of people um, that you wouldn't sort of assume or even out there or that they're on that they're on the same page with us on these issues, but they are, and I think. You know, they're just, they're not as well organized, well organized, we're not as well funded, um, we don't, you know, feed our talking points to the Boston Globe and WGBH and all that, so, uh, I th- yeah, I think we're not represented sort of in the, in the media or in the culture either in proportion to how many numbers there are.
0: What happens when you die? I don't believe in God, I don't believe in religion, so we just, we differ on that, and so I'm probably going to wherever you think hell is, and that's where I'm heading. What happens, so, you know, how old are you right now? I'm 41. All right, so you're, you're a little younger than me. Let's give you—we'll say you make it to 85. Why not? Lord willing, you make it to 85. Yes, praise him. You drop—you know—you you, you drop dead. You fall. You die in your sleep. Perfect. The family's around. All the husbands and wives. The husband and husband is not there. They're not invited. You die. What happens to uh, to your boy? Like, what happens?
1: Uh, well, I'd be let go. Lord willing to paradise, just like the thief on the cross who uh, confessed his faith in Jesus, and Jesus said, "Today you will be with me in paradise." But I mean, what happens?
0: Like, you like, you really think like a spirit comes out of your body and like floats up to the sky?
1: I don't know if it floats, but I mean, there's a there's a soul, I believe that is that is eternal, um, and that the body will be resurrected when Jesus comes back on a horse with a tattoo and a sword coming out of his mouth. It's in Revelation. Read it.
0: Wait, well, when's he supposed to come back? Why? What's taking uh, him so long? N-
1: He's becoming like a thief in the night. Nobody knows.
0: Is there a chance he's already been back? We don't even know it?
1: No, because when he comes back, uh, he's going to come back like the way he left, very visibly.
0: Oh, you think he'll have like a reality show?
1: It'll be bigger than a reality show. It'll be, be you'll on be, Facebook Live in case you know, be, you're on the wrong side you'll of the planet.
0: Or, you'll have a Twitter yeah. account? I, I think Jesus might be taken already. He's going to have to have a new uh-huh. Twitter account.
1: I don't think we'll need a Twitter account. I think his voice will be heard by everyone.
0: What do you think of people like me who don't believe in God? Like, do you, you don't get
1: angry, right? No, I mean, there's plenty of times I get angry, I'm not angry at you, Kirk. I'm not, I mean, I pray, I'll I pray for you and I mean that. You will? Yeah,
0: of course. Can you say a prayer for me right now? Sure. All right, go ahead. Let it rip. I, I need right. it. Go
1: ahead. Heavenly Father, I just want mm-hmm. to lift up uh, your child, Kirk, mm-hmm. to you today. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had the opportunity to listen to him many times, and it's been a pleasure to speak with him. I ask that you will reveal yourself to him, to let him know the peace that you bring which passes all human understanding bless him and his family draw them close to you that he may know you as i seek to know you and that we may share eternity together in heaven talking about baseball football uh-huh. and worshiping you
0: all right well i appreciate that that's very nice thank you see that makes me feel better good good what uh what are you able to is it so the catholic church right which i i'm a lapsed member of Okay, it's, for for very many reasons, as we know, is struggling with. It's almost like baseball. There's nobody there who's young anymore. Do you see in your religion like you've got to pull these kids by the ear to get to church now? I mean, it's, it's especially in the era of you know YouTube and video games and things going yeah. 50 miles an hour. Church seems antiquated. No, you don't see that issue.
1: Well, I mean, so one of the, it's a complicated question because again, I've had the privilege of visiting and speaking at. probably a hundred different churches, everything from, you know, like a Catholic church, uh, all the way to sort of a charismatic Pentecostal Latino church with, uh, well, there's one church that's got a praise band that, you know, could be the Tonight Show band, Uh, and the pastor.
0: Yeah, music is always good. You need music.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and fantastic preaching. Yeah. very and very different types. I mean, I'll be, in a, I'll be in a Russian Orthodox church and then an African American church, uh, charismatic church, you know, all over the all over the map. Um, and you know, I think I think that I believe that we were, are were designed uh, as humans to to worship. And so people feel a call to worship something. It may be themselves. It may be it may be sexual activity, actually, uh, which can be the closest thing to a spiritual experience that a lot of people encounter. But, you know, the churches are thriving here in Massachusetts, again, especially in the immigrant community, which maybe goes somewhat unnoticed. But I've been surprised at how many church plants there are, how many young, you know, growing churches. I was just talking to a pastor over lunch who has to go to three services now, and he's going to do a simulcast. And this is a this is a church led by an immigrant pastor uh, from Africa who, I think he started this maybe three years ago, maybe, in like a public school. Mm-hmm. Now he's of you know, the
0: saints. Can't you be, can you understand why there's so much anger from Catholics, though, with their own church, given the way they've botched this entire situation? Certainly. I mean, it's, sure, it's sure, such I mean, a, hear, such you know, a I'm disgrace. I'm myself,
1: but I hear from a lot of, you know... People
0: have probably bailed want and, want and gone to, to other... I know, gone to other religions. I know people who have done it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's tragic. I mean, the Bible also says that it's better to have a millstone around your neck and be cast into the, the, the abyss than uh, to lead one of these little ones astray. So there'll be... You know, when Jesus comes back on his horse... Uh, the, there sword his, the sword in his mouth. a sword in his mouth.
0: Wouldn't it be hard to ride a horse with a sword in your mouth?
1: Hey man, it's Jesus can do it. That's true.
0: I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Well, where's he? Where's where's he gonna like come from to get to to the horse? Like, is he just gonna um, show up?
1: I believe it says it's gonna be you know he'll be coming from the east, like the rising of the sun.
0: Beard or no beard? I'm gonna go with beard. Haircut or still long?
1: Probably still long.
0: Yeah, I think that's yeah, a good look for him, the Jesus look classic i agree (laughs) you're right about that he is an original andrew beckwith is the uh, president of mass family institute uh i appreciate him coming on answering some of my dopey questions i do you know i I, and and and, you know listen i like i I am conflicted on this one but i have no use less government in the world the better uh i know you continue to battle us, i'll pay attention to it i mean do you obviously this is now going to be a court issue. Yeah. It seems like you're fairly confident or at least slightly optimistic that it may go your way. But it, this is one of these things that will just be, if that's a case, then it'll go to another, another. it'll be stuck in courts forever, right?
1: Well, I think it'll work its way up to the Supreme Court, hopefully sooner rather than later. I mean, Justice Thomas, again, less than a year ago, essentially invited appeal on this because he, he called out the two sort of precedent cases from California and New Jersey. And, right. And said they weren't, you know, th- this idea of... Uh, Professional speech that we get to regulate and treat differently than regular speech is not something that we do. So,
0: what do you think about the president? Did you, you voted for Trump? I did. What do you think about the president? You're a religious guy. Yeah. The president with the grabbing by the pussy and the stuff about McCain. Like you know, he's, this is a flawed guy, wouldn't you say? This is not like you know. I, I, we think of Ronald Reagan one way. Are you, is it? Does it bother you at all? He's not a particularly religious guy. Trump, we know that. Does that bother you at all? Of
1: course it does. Of course it does.
0: Would you vote? Did you vote for him in the primary? I did not. Would you vote for Rubio?
1: I voted for Ted Cruz in the primary. Oh yeah, you're a Ted Again, Cruz guy. That's all my personal capacity.
0: Right, right, right. Yes, but, but I mean, do you? I but, mean, there's a. But I
1: had, you know, I had members who were big Trump supporters, members who were never Trumpers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, I, I know he got a lot of votes from evangelicals, but that had more to do with what the alternative right.
0: was. Yes, yes.
1: Um, you know, and then he's, he's done. He's he's done a lot of good things on the life issue. I mean, one of the reasons why I'm hopeful that we'll get. Uh, you know, good look at the Supreme Court um, on this issue and others is because of the judges that he's put in there that would not have been put in there if, if Hillary won, but my word, I wish we had someone who did not come with all that baggage, for sure. Yes.
0: Well, all right, Andrew, I appreciate it. Good luck, I guess, with your battle, and uh, we might check in, to you, check in with you here as this thing uh, progresses, if that's Please okay. Please do. All right, we'll talk too. to you soon. Thanks, right. Thanks Andrew. Yep. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.